0: Mason. So you wanna hear a story? Yep. I remembered this one uh as I was going through my contacts today, I needed to uh I was trying to get in contact with a couple builders to get a recommendation from them and one of the names that popped up reminded me of a story that this gentleman told. So uh I'm gonna try and be a little vague in some spots <laughs> because Uh, This is not my story. Uh, This is the story that he told us. And so for everyone at home, this is most likely fictional. Um, I'm sure that this happened in some capacity. Enjoy the ride. So uh, Joe and I, or I think it was Joe and I, or maybe Forrest and I, but we got sent out to this house in Fountain Hills. And we were told that they have a pool bathroom that was locked and wasn't opening. So uh, the key cylinder had failed. So they've got the key, but they can't unlock it. There's no other access to this pool bathroom. So uh, it's the end of the day and we're looking at it and we're going, um, well, how are we supposed to get into this thing? Like we're not a locksmith. We could call a locksmith to do it. Supervisor was basically telling us like hey get a locksmith. I think we also had like a Company Christmas dinner that night or something like that So we were asking the builder. We're like, hey uh, Is it okay if we get a locksmith to come back another time? He's like no guys, I'm sorry I can't like this is Friday. It's a Friday and I've got Cabinet guys coming in Monday and they're gonna be setting all the cabinets directly in here and I can't have this locked up for him <laughs> So we're looking at this door. We start rolling it over on our heads, and we start going. There's a slim chance that with the way this door is built, we can pull the glass out of the front because we know how these things go together, and then be able to get into the um, area to open up this door. And the guy's like, "If if you guys could do that, that that that's fine. Like, do what you got to do." So we pull the glass out of the door um and then the lock is still frozen so we ended up having to pry the frame enough to where we can get the multi points out of their areas pop it open and he's like cool thanks guys like i know that we can't get everything fixed but now my cabinet guys can do their thing so cool that's great we came back another time and he starts telling us this story he's like because we're always asking like hey like what experience do you have previously like what like just what's your story, right? Mm-hmm. So he starts telling us that um, he did a lot of work for a gentleman who, this is the story, and if I remember, if I remember the details correctly, he went over uh, off the coast of Russia and illegally harvested, it was like hundreds of thousands, of snow crab, like, a ridiculous amount, like a snow crab. A, like, what the fuck uh, is that? I think it's an expensive. I might be wrong on this, but it's like a expensive crab that you okay. can like catch and sell. But I'm pretty sure there's limitations on it because they want to make sure that they're uh, maintaining value. That, but also just the the generations to come, so they're not just devastating it. We've got, got one good season, like woo-hoo. yeah. Crabs on sale and the next year, it's like, we can only catch two, and those are the last two in the ocean. So uh, he, he does this. Uh, the Russian government catches up to him, but they can't find where all these crabs are that he supposedly caught. So they throw him in jail for several years. He gets out of jail several years later. And sure enough, he had them on ice the entire time. So it's like hundreds of millions of dollars or a couple billion dollars worth of these crabs that he had. So he was able to uh, sell them, kind of store some of them in warehouses, stuff like that. So that's how our builder friend got introduced to this gentleman. So, from what we were told, too, there were certain things with this gentleman that um, he was very nice to our builder friend that he would let him, like, if he found out, like, they were going to be going on vacation, he's like, hey, take my private jet, like, to where you're going. So, good guy on that aspect, but there were some things, too, that seemed a little interesting in the fact that what we were told is that there would be certain times where the phone uh, starts... With the phone on a table would start flashing a red light. And he's go he would go, oh, uh, do you have to take a phone call? Like, that's fine if you, you got to do that. And he's like, oh, no, um, that means someone's on the line right now listening in. And they're trying to pick it up. And if I remember correctly, it was a three-letter agency that was referenced in all of oh, that. Oh, jeez. So there were certain things in whatever this guy's business dealings were that seemed to exist outside of the normal just business dealings yeah as per the so what did he do for this guy did he do work for him yeah he did a lot of construction for um
1: buildings and stuff like that so he built the building that he put a freezer in to freeze the crabs
0: i don't know if he built that one and i don't <laughs> know all of the details but he he had done i think it was a bunch of warehouses so he, did he ever gentleman. go back to jail did you know of? No, I don't believe so. I feel like that could be a
1: movie.
0: Dude. About snow crabs. That's nuts, right? Yeah. You just need to kind of polish up a couple parts and you're off to the races. Speaking of movies, did you see the new Burt Kreischer movie?
1: No, I haven't. Dude. What's it called? The Machine. The Machine. Yeah, no. Yeah. It was based off a real story.
0: Yeah, it's off of his real story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We Man. went. And, uh, we went and saw it. Um, last weekend
1: when it um, came out opening weekend oh yeah no the kiddos went to go see uh, the new Little Mermaid movie yeah and yeah. I don't think they've ever seen the original one but they liked it nice even Abby said that it was it was actually really good because a lot of the songs were original they didn't change up too much
0: oh that's cool yeah
1: nice so but no you know what movie I want to see?
0: Hmm.
1: It is the new Transformers movie that comes out. Oh, really? Yeah. We had this conversation before, haven't we? Because you're not a big fan. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. This one looks way
0: cooler. I don't know. I'm just not a Transformers guy, I guess. Loser. I got to see the new Fast and Furious, though. Yeah. <laughs> what about Indiana Jones? part of me looks at the trailer and goes it looks interesting the other part of me goes Harrison Ford is very old so can they actually make a good movie dude uh
1: he's been in a couple
0: movies lately really?
1: do you have uh Apple TV? Mm-hmm. let me pull it up I forget what the name of it's called
0: we might like, be able to get it now since we got new phones now the whole debacle with our phone provider we did no, me and the wife. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Was... you switch over? Yeah, so we switched services, and so she was on a family plan with her mom and her brother with Verizon already, which, okay, I guess I'm saying the company's <laughs> name. Um, and so we, I went in there because I wanted to know, like, okay, could we get a bundle with the home internet that would be cheaper than uh, going to Cox and getting something through T-Mobile as well just for our phone service mm-hmm. and it seemed like everything was going to come out pretty well but um so they give you like the temporary phone number then you then you switch your phone number over all that stuff so we were having a lot of trouble with uh the wife's um carrier well uh no just switching the phone number over so she, at one point she has like two phones one's that her is her original number and one's the new phone mm-hmm. that doesn't have the number so we Went through the process to switch it. It's not working. So we go back to the store the next day, and we're like, hey, we're having this trouble. Um, different guy who's there, and he seems just like not su- – he's kind of giving us like the – well, it should be pretty clear as far as how this goes. Manager comes over, doesn't seem like a very people person, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and they're supposed to kind of be customer service. So – um, the guy's like hey, you should just be able to call the number and it switches over we're like hey Yeah, I'm sorry like we did try so would you mind like if doing it? Yeah with us And he's like yeah that he's like sure whatever and this is what he says to us He's like I just want to let you guys know though Like and he shows us his iPad like there's no one in the queue right now that needs to be helped But I'm commission based so if someone comes in I can't hang out with you guys uh, To help you out. I'd have to I'm gonna have to go over and so it's just like what service provider is this?" Verizon
1: you could have just rhymed it. You didn't have to say the exact word. No, I'm
0: I'm I'm fucking paying you guys. That's what I'll say.
1: I've had I've had a lot of I've had really good customer service with the, some of the Verizon companies. The guy that we dealt with
0: on the first day, super nice. Yeah, great guy to work with. And so he was very kind of I don't know. He was just cool dude to say, hey, here's what we got. Here's what we can offer. Let me try and walk through this with you and didn't seem to be rushing anything. And obviously it's like, okay, yeah. Now that I know it's like, maybe it's because there was a commission involved. But on the backside too, I now look at the second guy that I met and just almost have this like, oh, screw you attitude. Because what ends up happening in that whole process is we start hitting these walls. And he's like, he ended up having to call the customer service rep that only the people at the stores can get access Mm -hmm. to. So by the time he left, he goes, oh, wow, okay, I see what you guys are talking about. Uh, I hope that not everyone has to go through this because we're gonna have a huge volume coming in the store, and it's like, no shit, dumbass. So <laughs> fuck you because you came when we came in here instead of helping us. You gave us kind of the I'm too good for you uh, if you're not gonna be making me any money, and it's like, well, was he the only person in the store? No, there's there's a couple others, but they're helping people already. So he gotcha. was the guy who's just helping us, and it's just like, goddamn it. What a dick.
1: Yeah. Uh, the show is called Shrinking.
0: Oh yeah, is that? Uh, With Jason I heard them, Siegel? I heard the he's actually for it. Super,
1: he's actually super funny in it. Not, oh really? Not Jason Siegel, he's funny, but
0: Harrison Ford. Yeah,
1: he does a really good job. That's cool. So I'm curious to see because we are a team event. Is the uh, on July? I think it's like July first. Oh really? Is right is when the uh, new Indiana Jones movie comes out. That'll be dope. Yeah, just because there was, we had to choose before between Transformers and Indiana Jones, and me. I think me, Scott, and Brad were the only ones that wanted Transformers. (laughs) I think there's an age grouping right there on that one. Yeah, I know, right? Everyone else
0: is in their 20s. You guys are in your 30s. (sighs) Did you do anything this last week?
1: Um, Went to Cousins' graduation party. Graduated college. She's a teacher. Idiot. Um yeah. At a pool party, I think, at my mom's nice. house on Sunday. At your oh, mom's so house? I, yeah. Or the place my mom's staying.
0: The one that was giving you a little trouble about the house?
1: Yeah. That hasn't lived in the house for mm-hmm. eleven years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Interesting. hmm.
1: But uh yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big pool guy. Really? I can't like just sit out in the sun and, like, shoot the shit mm. and swim in the pool. I have to be doing something. Yeah. And back in my 20s, I would just drink alcohol. <laughs> but, like, I'm not into that. Yeah. So I feel bad. I swim for a little bit w- with the kids, and then I'm just like, all right, inside. Yeah, that's why you
0: had to put, like, a basketball hoop in there so you could shoot hoops, play games like that. I know. My grandparents have a volleyball net. That they throw up, so we were playing volleyball on Memorial Day.
1: Yeah, it's not my pool though or my mom's pool (laughs) yeah but yeah that's yeah, that's what i did nothing special
0: nice
1: first day of uh, summer camp was today though yeah which was cool which was nice but uh both the kids cried when the wife dropped her dropped them off
0: is it like a stay a week thing or no it's like
1: they go they go Monday, Wednesday, Friday from like eight to three o'clock. So it's like a normal summer camp yeah. thing. But I think they were just nervous. Uh. They've never, plus my youngest one, like shit, it took him half the year to warm up to his teacher. So he's uh. not a big he's yeah, I think he has some social anxiety. Yeah. So he was crying already. But then they were totally fine. You know how kids are or how it used to be, like Yeah just the thought of it like you get anxiety but then once you're there it's like not a big deal. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's just one of those things. Heck, that's how I am as an adult. I just don't cry about it. I just don't talk to anyone. <laughs> sit in the corner. <laughs> and I'll just kind of hang out, see what everyone's doing and then like if I once I warm up to everyone it's like okay, we're good to go. I'll, I'll be a full-on people person. It's part of it's the attitude going into the room sometime but Oh yeah, your own attitude like oh, Yeah. Fuck. I don't want to be here or, all right, let's do this. Let's have some fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yesterday we had um, a bunch of friends over to the apartment and there's a park like half a mile away from us. Mm-hmm. And it's got this hill on it. So I've, I'd been looking at it going, you know what we should do? Roll out a long piece of plastic and do a slip and slide down the hill. So that's what we did. We had just about a 50-foot runway of plastic. How'd you get water there? So I've got some 30... I have a 32-gallon trash can. I've got two of them. I had one of them with me yesterday, and then I had two five-gallon buckets. So we filled them. uh, We put those all in the back of the truck, filled them with water, and then the part is when we get there, we're kind of looking at it going, huh, how do we get the 32 gallons of water from the truck to, like down to the part where we're gonna be doing it so we did it um and then you just instead of having like the typical like oh connect the hose there's water constantly running you just throw water when someone's about to run mm-hmm. so it's just it was a ton of fun we anybody had, get hurt um small cuts everyone had like a small cut just because yeah. you're sliding down a hill at
1: yeah, and, that's nice little the, yeah. Clip. and this time in Arizona it's not that you don't have the most
0: plush grass no but it was still pretty great was well, it yeah they're, green but yeah. as far as like the soils pretty hard it wasn't too bad yeah. it was more like if you um, hit the end of the uh, slip and slide and didn't kind of pop yourself up pretty quickly then you're kind of scratching yourself up on the <laughs> dirt so there were some people that had a little bit more than others yeah so but that was fun had people back over the house had dinner and then uh, some of the people had to bounce but
1: yeah how's your apartment
0: it's good I like it it's yeah. a good spot so this
1: is the first time
0: you haven't lived at home mhm yeah. smart man saved me a lot of money yeah paying rent I'm like son of a bitch it sucks
1: <laughs> you ever added it up through the year
0: over multiply the multiply times the years. 12 months and see how much money it is for what we're paying now yeah now it's like 1700 I can do it real quick about 20 grand? 1700. That's times 12 equals $20,400. Yeah, it could be in
1: your pocket if you guys just live with your mom.
0: I suggested it. Oh, I said, I'll, babe, <laughs> I'll build us a shed in the backyard. Put a little cooler in there. We'll be fine. Just save money.
1: She doesn't seem like she would be about that.
0: No, she's not. <laughs>
1: she's oh shit! I just thought I spilled my drink on my laptop. <laughs> Fuck me.
0: Um, she's all about us having our own space. Yeah. So like, me and some of uh, some of the guys had this idea that what we're gonna do is buy a like couple acre property, and then build, like, several houses on it so that we could all live on one property together, build, like, a huge shop for, like, working on cars, shop for, like, construction and all this stuff, and have, like, huge grass areas so we could just, like... Do it. Tool around. See? All the guys are on board. We're like, all right, like, we'll combine our finances, we'll make this work, right? We're going to start a commune together that's more not hippie shit, but more like motherfuckers getting together um and I brought this up to the then fiance and she was not happy about the idea she very much dislikes the idea she's like we need our own space like I I want us to be able to go home together she she wants us to be a happy family
1: okay see when you were saying that I was envisioning multiple compounds with a shared backyard
0: We could do that, too. I also had the idea of, like, having everyone buy a house in the same street. She's still kind of iffy on that one. That'd be better if you have your own place. And then just knock down all the walls. And just...
1: Giant pool, put a hill for slip and slides. Heck yeah. Shops.
0: Heck yeah. There you go. Yeah. So... What does she do for a living? She's a NICU nurse at Phoenix Children's. I knew that. Yeah. So... You guys popping out any babies soon? The plan was wait two to three years. And then we're coming home the other day and she's like, you know, we do have an extra bedroom in the apartment that no one's using. so." How long ago did she say that? Two days ago.
1: How'd you answer that? Hell no. Oh shit, dude.
0: And she, if... And she was, she was mostly, she was joking, but also, you know, once the jokes start, the yeah, but serious conversation starts soon after. But
1: what if she was like a day late, and she was just like trying to freshen you up just in case, <laughs> and you fucking blew it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if we, I don't think we've been married long enough for us to know if she was a day How late. How long is it? It's, uh, it'll be a, m- a month in eight days. You only gotta miss one. Yeah, so we'll, we'll find out here, I guess soon, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. No.
1: Do you have a rant today?
0: I eh, kind of have two things that I have a little angst about. So Is this gonna come off sexist? Maybe. I thought, (laughs) are we talking about the paternity leave one? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, no, it shouldn't. Because when did you have your kids? 25. And you're 33 now? 34. Okay. So it was before you were in real estate. Yes. Okay. Uh, Did you get paternity leave? Maternity or paternity? Paternity leave. Yeah, that's the guys. dad gets that's off for. the guy paternity.
1: Maternity leaves for the women. Yes. No,
0: but yes. Did you take some time off work? Yes. Okay.
1: But also, I was also working for her family's funeral business. So mm-hmm. I kind of got special treatment. But I mean, like, I didn't stay long. How long? Like, I think there he. I think the first one was born like on like a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the week and back to
0: work on Monday. See, that's solid. Um, do you know Washington has three months of paternity leave? For yeah, Washington what state? Three months.
1: Yeah, but that's uh, probably only if you're. W-2 employee
0: for a business, like all businesses have to have that probably so but here's that's a lot here's really yes Okay, so I kind of wanted to ease into oh it. Yeah, so this like,
1: wasn't be sexist I was I read that maternity like it was the women
0: No, Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep any sexist comments to myself yeah. Because we don't need to get canceled yet. Yeah, exactly <laughs> but let's
1: start with but a leave is more is, makes more sense for a woman because it came out of her
0: body and versus a male. Usually, she's the one nursing it, <laughs> if possible. <laughs> Several things, yes. Okay, so uh, because all right, my cousin got three months of paternity leave because he has a job with the government. My brother got eight weeks of paternity leave because he's union with the utility company. Mm-hmm. So there's a part of it where. If you have it, I'm not like, I wouldn't say don't use it because whatever. It's like, if it's available, take it. Yeah. But to me, it's even the fact that it exists for that long of a time, like the three months one, that's a quarter of the year. So the the part that I struggle with is like, okay, you have some of these larger companies. If it's Apple, Meta, who like think fortune 500, right? where they've got so many employees that if one person leaves, you've got so much crossover, someone can pick up the slack, or even if you've got to pay someone part-time, whatever it is, temp worker to fill in, mm-hmm. it it doesn't affect your bottom line when it's a small majority. When you're a small business, though... I'm forced to do that. Yeah, you take someone out for a quarter.
1: Yeah, because I think Arizona maternity, there's a state law for maternity, but I don't think there is anything for
0: paternity. Yeah. So, but that's where it's like some people are like, "Oh no, like it's fine that the guys are doing this." I'm like, "What kind of guy are you though?" I've had a lot, I don't know. I've don't had have had a lot of pushback on this. And so to me, it's like I'm just okay, di- I'm just different cuz like, "What are you doing for that time?" That's that's what I asked. "What ask. the fuck are you doing?" What I was told is you're bonding with the kid. It's an experience you don't you don't get back. It's a once in a lifetime thing the fuck are you doing here's what happened to my brother my brother is a badass when it comes to work he likes to work and provide for his family and all that shit he got eight weeks here's the advantage he got it didn't have to be in a row that's nice so what he was able to do is take six weeks and then take the two weeks later and maybe yeah. i might have tr- i might have
1: tried to turn that into like having four day work weeks for like the rest of the year
0: I think there was a certain it had to be within like the first yeah, three months or yeah. something but like it allows for if someone was creative you can go on vacation mm-hmm. and but let's you're not ju-
1: going on vacation with a newborn like, especially if it's your more first like one. go up to a cabin but or yeah, something, I get what you're saying. something
0: like that and let's just say I know of someone who did if you get what I'm saying yeah. um, but to me it's like I had the whole you're bonding with the kid you don't get that time back what the fuck are you doing with that kid They're going to sit on your chest in skin-to-skin contact. That's what you're doing. Oh, it's those little moments where they take a shit in a diaper they can't see because they can't open their fucking eyes yet. That's what's going on. Like, the first week, two weeks, whatever it is, like, if there's complications with the pregnancy, stay home and take care of the mom. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. Because she's the one who's taking care of that baby very physically if she's nursing the baby. And if she's out of commission, then yes, the family needs help. I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. For people who are W-2 though, that work a nine to five or some equivalent of eight, hour, eight hours a day, let's get this straight. Let's assume you commute 45 minutes to work. Let's do an hour, an hour to work, hour home from work. You take a 30 minute lunch. That's 10 and a half hours out of your day. You want to sleep eight hours a night? That's extremely healthy, good for you. Eighteen and a half hours, five and a half hours of your day you can spend with that kid. Do your skin-to-skin contact, whatever the fuck it is. Oh, it's those moments you don't get back. It, what is it? The Instagram Nobody, moments? Like the that, TV
1: moments? What the fuck are you doing? But that's the thing—they don't do that. They say that. They say that, but like they don't. They they do skin to skin for like 20 minutes a day, which like you said, they could have done on the back end. They're just lazy people. Like, unless like I would see it if they plan something, like I would take advantage of it. It's was like, Hey dude, we're going to go up to the cabin for a couple of weeks or do this. Like that's cool. But like, what are you going to do at home? What are you going to do when the, you know, besides caring for the woman that it came out of, mm-hmm You know, because it's breastfeeding. Even if you don't breastfeed, this you know, they still have to even pump for a certain amount of time, Mm -hmm. just because of the everything. But it's like, what do you like? I just don't know. Like, how do you not get bored?
0: That and that was my brother's thing. He was itching to go back to work.
1: And yet, and and he
0: loves his wife and he loves his baby a ton. So like, he looks forward to coming home and seeing his baby. But at the same time, he's wired to where it's like, hey, I've got to go provide for the family, not just be. Like, oh, like, I, I need to see my baby and, and have this, this time with my baby. Have that time with a five year old kid.
1: No, videotape them.
0: Yeah, put up a webcam. Just okay. so that you can pop see it what up they do
1: every can. single day. Yeah. I bet you they don't even spend half the day with the kid.
0: Guaranteed. And if they do, they're not paying attention. They're just holding the fucking kid. Yeah, or rocking it with his foot while you're watching TV. Yeah. Like, I would do and the spending time with If the I kid. got paid.
1: The amount of money that I'm making now to be a stay-at-home dad, but you weren't allowed to do anything else that made money, I would not do it. I would go batshit crazy. Like, I just don't know how, like, you just don't get bored.
0: Like, there's not much to do. If I were a stay-at-home husband, I would be...
1: And when I'm saying I, bored, I'm picturing the
0: kids at school and
1: you like oh, have nothing to yeah, do. Yeah, Not yeah. necessarily newborns because that's a lot of shit to do. Oh, yeah. I was more thinking about like when the kids go to school, even when they're kindergarten, first grade. Yep. It's like, what are you, you going to do? Yep. Stuck inside the home all day? Which and I
0: think in, in You the have end, to love it, yeah. In the end, it comes down to also, like, like you said, how you're wired. And it comes to, down to also, like, what professions are we in? We're in professions where... You, how do you make money? Who, who writes you a check every Friday? No one. I wish. No one does. So all your money, your family's food, your family's roof over their head is dependent. There is a direct correlation between the work you do Technically, and all of those things.
1: Uh Mason Oxendale, PLLC, uh, writes me a check once a month.
0: So <laughs> if we're going to be honest. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> how does Mason PLLC make money? As the owner, I have to go get it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's a tax workaround, but all the other content is yeah. exactly correct, where it's to say, hey, if you, if you don't do anything, there's no money that comes in. If you were to say, hey, I'm taking three months off, that money doesn't come in. Three months seems excessive. Three months is excessive. So If, 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 so
1: if, you, if the th- Washington gets three months of paternity leave, mm-hmm. how much is mandatory for maternity leave? I didn't even look at it. In comparison, it. it's got to be six plus months.
0: Six to six to 12 months. But equality would say three. Yeah, but let's be realistic. <laughs> There's no such thing. Yep. Yeah. Did you see, uh, with Twitter posting allowing for posting uh, long-form videos, they uh, the Daily Wire posted What is a Woman documentary on there? And then um, some people, I think, were reporting it or some crap like that, saying it violated Twitter guidelines or some law in... Germany, Twitter reviewed it, uh, or originally it was taken down for a bit, and then Twitter reviewed it, and they're like, no, 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 this is fine, and then it got pinned to, like, the top of Twitter or something like that, really? and last I checked, had, the post had 160 million views.
1: Damn. Yeah. I'm not on Twitter. I don't know how to work it. I don't like it. Really? Yeah. But I'm also, I don't really, like... I'm probably on the worst app the most, which is like TikTok that Uh, tracks your every move and probably cloning me right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's just because when I go poop, you just start swiping. Mm -hmm.
0: And a two-minute poop turns into 25 minutes Mm -hmm. and you've lost 25 minutes of your life. I just started doing this thing end of last week because I was noticing I'm losing a lot of time on social media is I'll have my five critical tasks for the day. It's like my power list. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I saw that you get that from Andy Frisella. hmm Yeah. I'm not allowed uh so like my personal thing is I'm not allowed to go on social media until I get that stuff done. Unless like I'm unless I were to like check in on like something that I posted. But it's supposed to be like, all right, check it, get off the app and Yeah, and isn't the like those are like your
1: power five or like the things you want to get done first? Mm-hmm. Like you yeah, you don't wanna put it off and wait till the end of the day, like those are your critical tasks yeah, for exactly. the day that you gotta get done for mm-hmm. it to be a win.
0: Yeah. So, that's been helping me out. But, yeah, the paternity leave thing is... That's a little, that's a little absurd. Which, because people will talk about, like, oh, they've, they've got it in Europe and, like, in a lot of European countries. It's like, yeah, go look at Europe. Go look at Europe. Are they, are they the leader in innovation, in industry, in any of that shit? No, they're fucking not. I don't know the answer to that, so... I'm going to say no, they're fucking not. Because you look at it, what the fuck are they trying to do? They're 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 living behind us, and people will be like, oh, I'll put their healthcare and all this bullshit. Shut the fuck up. Do they have universal healthcare? Some countries have different healthcare oh, programs. yeah, it's all weird over there. I think it's um, uh, what's the Scandinavian countries or some shit. Like How that. long do you have to live in Canada to have citizenship? I think you got. Don't you have to apply for a citizenship over there? Oh, or are you talking about yearly? Because I know it has to be at least six months a year that you live there to be able to maintain your health care. Yeah. So I know I know of several Canadians who have who live here for... How do you prove that you live there besides just making that your main mailing address? Um, People knock at your doors? I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Which they might be able to track, like, speaking statements. Of, speaking of doors,
1: guess who's starting to buy houses again in Arizona? Who you know?
0: Just say it. The company that I have partial ownership in. Open, yes, correct. O- Open door. Yes. Oh, you're legally allowed to say that because you are owner. Yes, I, I am an owner. I I will speak as a small, very 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 small minority owner. Have you checked that by the way? I have not. Are you afraid to? No, I switched my phone. and I can't get in my. I haven't logged in. Would you my buy? You bought so.
1: one share for like what, like five bucks or something? Something like that. Like that yeah. Yeah. So, really good effort. yeah, but yeah, they are starting, they stopped buying for a while because I think Arizona fucking raped them when they went through their buying thing. Yep. Uh, but yeah, they're buying again. Let's see. They're not doing crazy prices like they were. Still pretty good prices.
0: What is it at? It's at $237. What did you buy it for? Does it tell you? Mm, I bought it, I think I bought it around $4 or something. Oh, but you but bought it four. just to
1: track it, right?
0: Yeah. I didn't sink Not money a- sink money into it i i did that so that i could try and see if there's any reports that they sent to owners as when everything was going nuts to say like are they reporting hey guys like we're losing a shit ton of money and it was just public that they were losing a shit ton of money because their stock price in is in it being 237 right now it dropped below a dollar at one Damn. point yeah so anyways shit but yeah no they're just buying again yeah. yeah. What's different this time around? Because I'm Very hoping. Very different. They,
1: uh, <laughs> I mean slightly different. They used to do a uh their what do you call it? Inspection. Uh-huh. Was somebody from Open Door? I don't know if they're a licensed inspection inspector or licensed I don't know what their background is, but they work for open door mm-hmm. and they did an exterior walkthrough. Like went through your backyard. I'm a ass- hopefully they peek through windows. I mean hopefully.
0: Uh, I don't think they I doubt did.
1: they did but they did an exterior walkthrough and looked at pictures and then came up with everything
0: when you Sold your house to open door. Were you there when they did the exterior walkthrough? No Did you ever talk to any clients about when they when they sold the open door? No, most of my clients that I helps that
1: we sold open door they were vacant
0: Okay, I had a client that we got an offer from open door didn't end up going through it through with it It was a whole stupid thing anyways um, I got the notification that like, hey, Open Door's on their way so I texted my client I'm like, they should be there in 15 minutes. He's like dude, they just left. I'm like oh, were they just early? He's like, they were in the backyard for like two minutes and left. I bet you they like check, they scope the edges of the roof and the foundation and call it a day. And it must have been fast. Yeah. Because also like, describe to people what they would do for the inside of the house. What do you mean, like, as far as inspecting it? They
1: looked at the pictures and the videos that you posted. And who took the
0: video? The owner slash agent. And on the video, how much detail can you see even with today's amazing cell phone cameras? Yeah, not that much. Get a generalization of paint color, holes
1: in walls, what the flooring or carpet is in good condition How many bad
0: shape. Hole, how many like small holes in walls Zero. can you see? Zero.
1: That was Or the- even texture on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even unless you get close enough, you can't tell if there's six different textures on the wall cuz they've patched the whole, they've mm-hmm. patched it so many times. Yep. But yeah, but they are getting a little bit smarter. They now yes. do for their inspection they do a 20-minute exterior walk and a 20-minute interior walk. So you do have – somebody has to be there and have access to it. Yeah. So. Which,
0: if the terms are the same as far as, hey, it's a cash offer, we're, they're – Yeah,
1: they still ask for a fuckload of money.
0: On I think, repairs? Yeah,
1: I think 5 five to 6% is their fee and stuff. Shit. So you want to know how much – fuck, we haven't technically closed yet, though. Nick couple weeks yeah just because they could screw us mm-hmm who's this for that was their, uh what they asked for repair costs from who for my dad's house well well but like I thought this was a steal for my dad's house <laughs> like like i was expecting like triple that like i was honestly i was like i don't even know what to expect all right
0: and so this is the part where as an owner partial owner of open door i i kind of look at them and go hey guys like you're you're missing the mark here it's you're you're flipping you're flipping houses in Just an ignorant way and and I understand that the business model only works with volume but when your volume that you're doing is on Terrible business decisions What are you doing? Yeah, but I mean like yeah if
1: I Don't see this happening, but any reason shape or form say the interest rates drop again real low and fucking buyers skyrocket and the, house, the houses increase crazy again mm-hmm. and open doors start selling them off. Your stock's gonna look pretty good because they have a lot of fucking inventory. That, that's true. <laughs> like, that that's their, very true. They have to be banking on that. Like, they have to be all in on that. Otherwise, I don't see how they, they make money. Mm-hmm. They probably make money off of Like, if uh, I wonder what percentage actually use uh, their lending company. I mean, you have to use their title company, mm-hmm. but like, I wonder how much you know. Like,
0: they make off of that and stuff too. And which the other part too is when you think about it, for them to be buying these houses, whatever money they lose on it, it's they they haven't lost the whole house, so they still have assets to back against it. Mm-hmm. So even if they had to sell all their all the houses at a loss, it's like, okay, is that going to look good on the P and L sheet? No, but at the same time. It's not like they bought a bunch of cryptocurrency and then just watched it go to zero and go, shit. It failed. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well,
1: this was a little long, huh? Yeah. Supposed to be done with the podcast. 20 minutes.
0: Hour-long episodes. Are they? Yeah. Cool. Sometimes hour 20. We set a new record with our guests last time the audio was all fucked up and it made me so mad because they were such I guess a great guest.
1: Guests are a little different because if you have longer yeah. interviews, that means there's actually like
0: uh, interesting
1: stuff being yeah. said.
0: Yeah, so if you pay attention to the length of episodes, sometimes we're being courteous at keeping it around an hour. And then if you look for short ones, use your imagination. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Nope.
1: Welcome- nope. I think you just started off different let should start going, guys. You ready to get hammered? Boom! Into it. Or get it, sledgehammers. Or do you get say, hammered? How about you say? But usually, like when Joe's here, which he he does. I guess he doesn't like me anymore. I must have said something mean to him. No,
0: he's he's having fun tonight. We hope. Can we just call him out?
1: Since we have so many listeners. I mean, we could. I guess. Is he on a date with a male or a female? Uh, Female. Or
0: a Um, he-she. Does he know yet? From, I have sources that can confirm that it's a female. (laughs) Okay. So.
1: Alright, well let's get hammered, man.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sledgehammers in the Office podcast where we celebrate the heavy hitters on the job site and in the office. Today I'm joined by Mason Oxendale. What are we drinking?
1: A little Monster Ultra.
0: I thought you were getting off that stuff. Yeah. I need, honestly, I need a drink for the podcast. Like, I barely... have t- taken, like, four <laughs> sips. <laughs> I've destroyed this thing already. The Shamrock Farms, chocolate milk, the whole milk, and... Nothing but the milk. You know, having it, like, once a week, it just tastes awesome. Yeah,
1: since so. you drink
0: so much milk. Yeah.
1: Would you call yourself, like, an utter-slash-titty person?
0: I might, yeah. Okay. Uh, didn't 2 Chain's rapper name used to be Titty Boy? Shut up, I did not know that. <laughs> I, b- I believe that's a real thing. You know, we do a bad job of letting the nonsense trickle into the... <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, we really do. Alright, um... We'll jump into the construction side real quick. So this is kind of more something I'm excited about. I've got a project I'm going to be managing. Oh, I gotta tell you who it's for once we're off the podcast. Uh, um... They're doing a master bathroom remodel. Uh, We're going to be framing their ceilings lower, which usually we're going the other way. We're dropping it from 12 feet down to uh, nine and a half feet, tearing out the tub, uh, moving the shower. It's going to be all granite walls, zero uh, depth walk-in, brand new cabinets, new windows, stuff like that. So we're we're walking into this project, going to tear the whole thing out and redo it. So it's going to be me and one of the guys uh, from the company, uh, that I work for doing all the demo framing, and then we're lining up all our subcontractors. So, the nice part is that with some of the uh, clients that we work with, since they have multiple houses uh, for the summer, they'll go to a cooler state, cooler location, and allow us to come in and destroy their house, have our run of the place, and make it nice and beautiful for them when they come back. So, that's the goal right now. But um, yeah, so I'm super excited about that. That one kicks off next week. So Ooh. we'll be over there getting that done and we should be done uh, with all our stuff in September. That's a long time. Yeah. And it's just because we've got so many trades that it's gotta just be like step Organized, by step. Yeah. yeah. So it is one of those things where I was looking at and like, can we crunch this time frame down? They're not gonna be back until October anyway so you're allowed to fine. take
1: like before and after pictures
0: oh yeah so we have um a video series that we're uh doing for some of our projects um one of the pro- uh video series we've got one more video to kind of wrap up and do like the whole hey here's what it looks like so i took the video for the before of this one mm-hmm. um and we're uh just waiting for that thing to kind of officially kick off before we post that sick dude hell yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and then let's transition to something that you don't like. It's growing on me. <laughs> Median purchase price for April came in at 480000 <gasps> We skipped our numbers, didn't we?
1: Yeah.
0: How <laughs> much has changed? No, not much has changed
1: at all. Nothing really. Interest rate's barely under 7. Yeah. Uh, That's all people care
0: about right closed now. Closed is up a little bit. Active is Keeps slowly going down. down. Yeah, still in the 8,000s. Anyway, all right, there you go. There's your numbers. You can have your talking point. Everything's been the same since the beginning of the year for the most part. Um, median purchase price for April. Greater Phoenix area is at 480000 Now, if we look at this from May of last year, that is down $60,000. Should we panic? No. Why? Because it is up fourteen thousand dollars from last month alone. So obviously, there's going to be certain things with uh, seller concessions in there that we have to account for. We've been talking about that multiple times, so we don't need to dive into that again. But um, I think we hit our low in December. Excuse me, December or January, and since then it's even, seven months ago. All right. I think it's five or six. Yeah. Anyways, um, hit our low five or six months ago, and then we've been seeing it hold steady there, and now we're seeing it start to tick back up. Any reason why you feel like in uh, June we would start to see it create, uh, or in I guess this is numbers for April, why would see in April these numbers start to uh, tick back up again?
1: Natural selection. What does that mean? Well, I mean, like, if something goes down, it eventually has to go back up. Or it just goes down forever. Yeah, but then you're talking about a whole economic collapse and um, a lot bigger issues for us. (laughs) But I do know, especially in Arizona, especially the summertime, it is the hot buying season.
0: Is that the the wife?
1: No, it's the side chick. Just kidding. (laughs) yeah Um, but it's it's, so in Arizona the beginning of the year well the first half of the year people start to pick up buying and stuff just because a lot of people have kids and stuff that use the summer although it's god awful to fucking move in the
0: summertime you know but it's a natural time kids are getting out of school so you don't have to mess up anything with that yeah do we gotta take this no just answer on the podcast, but babe, welcome to the podcast. Should be mad, really. But well, Adam's still here. He's working late. Oh, uh, uh, it
1: was my son. He's learning how to text. I don't know. I don't think he's texting. I think he's actually. I think he's learned how to hit the uh, talk to text button. Ooh. He's like, hey, Dad. It's Carson. Can you get popsicles? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, I just think it's, you know, that part of the year. And, obviously, when more people start buying, that increases the starts to increase the value of homes.
0: Yep. That and people have got their taxes done for the year. So, oh, they've yeah, got taxes, their financial told, plan for the year. Stuff that. like that. So, it's pretty natural to see that uptick, especially when it's annoying for people to be like, Oh, my gosh, it's 100 degrees outside. What are you doing? Exactly. But
1: And with the amount of inflation that happened for, like, the two years... That's why you see the drastic decrease in price. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, that's you know I, it's a good time in Arizona, baby.
0: I feel like that's a the 14th for it to be up $14,000, and then look at okay, it it was only a very select handful of cities that saw um, a drop in the month over month versus the bulk of them seeing the appreciation in that. Mhm. To me that's indicating that we're in a healthy spot for the real estate market right now. We've had a lot of people talking about doom and gloom, the market's crashing, the financial stuff is just going to go in the shitter. This is it, it's going down. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, and we have low inventory. So, mm-hmm. but it
1: slowly keeps going down, so people are still buying. Um, and I think part of the low inventory could be because I don't have. Remember, I feel like we've said this before. We probably have. We've repeated ourselves a lot because mm-hmm. the market's been the same. But and everyone who says have the home-
0: same talking points over and over, over. So it's our job to be like, "Hey, dipshits, we will tell you over and over, you're fucking wrong." Mm-hmm. But people who have recently bought a home
1: have a low interest rate, mm-hmm. and most people who already had a home before the boom refinanced with mm-hmm. a lower interest rate. So there's, you know. Unless something happens in their life or their lifestyle
0: changes, they make more money, they want to upgrade, downgrade. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to sell right now. Yeah. So. And like we said, there's 4.5 million people in the county. So.
1: Oh, well, and growing. Yeah. Have you it's been over 4. the 303 7. to see all the. That building's going up fast. Oh, the yeah. Microsoft thing? Or no, Intel? Oh, yeah. The Intel
0: thing over Dude, there? The speed at which they're putting that thing up it's ridiculous. Well, that's because they have money. They're what? pumping like a several billion dollars solve, into you it. You
1: can solve everything with money. Look at Magic Johnson. <laughs> Have You ever seen the Simpson epi- or the uh, South Park episode? No. Uh, yeah.
0: Oh. My as, long as I think,
1: as long as the lines is like, they just start injecting people with money because it worked for Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Cures everything.
0: Oh my gosh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, but even uh, even uh, builders are getting the okay out here to build up take their already i feel like they've been building a lot mm-hmm. building more homes yeah I- like uh um one of the guys on the team was showing like a family friend or something for like little you know three two not much of a backyard like real close homes mm-hmm. for like 350 ish mm-hmm. which is super affordable actually right yeah. now um, and super nice it's a new build home, but if you don't like a backyard maintenance it's a younger couple but uh, they have over seventy spec homes oh well who's what company is that to? I don't know it's over by my house, like off okay. of off of the, off of the yeah, yeah. So where they have all that land so it just mm-hmm. started. There's a place called Mason Ranch that they're building over there. Yeah. like I think Dr. Horton's built. Everybody's building over Everyone's there. Everyone's building. Yeah, but I'm just saying. So it's like there's still like spec homes, which we talked about taking advantage mm-hmm. of those out there. Um, and then even we were talking about uh, the reason for the low inventory with people refinanced have really good interest rates mm-hmm. and people who bought have really good interest rates. Mm-hmm. Well, you're starting to see a lot more and more homes that have, uh, that are up for sale who have assumable loans. So these people who got VA loans or FHA loans, um, that have, like I saw one advertised, they were
0: advertising, they have a 2.25% interest rates. Okay. Cause I saw stuff about this on Instagram where, they're talking about some of this where you can take over someone's loan and you have to be, you're going to make the payments on the rest of the loan, but it's not that you have to, it it seemed that the deed transfer and the loan transfer, uh, were separate. That you didn't have to necessarily just completely satisfy the loan before. Yeah. Because I mean, a lot of people like the, uh, the loan
1: for the house and the deed of the property, Mm -hmm. Um, are two separate things two totally separate things because mm-hmm. I think with the lender you sold like a promissory note I forget. I mean, mm-hmm. I literally just took a class about it for my C classes. <laughs> I should know this yeah, but there's ways around it, but it's kind of like Like a wholesaling where there's mm-hmm. like you still need a purchase contract But yet you there's another separate contract you put in there to protect yourself so you can mm-hmm. sell it off to other investors It's the same thing where it's like it's another type of contract that is between you the buyer or whatever, so it's still in his technically in his name kind of thing. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I haven't looked. I've been wanting to look more into it. That's definitely more on the investor side. Yeah, but assumable loans, you know, you still have to qualify.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, you can't just but they have, have some. Yeah, you can't just
0: off the street who's like, "Here's money."
1: Exactly. Yeah, uh, but like, yeah. So they have a there. They have a loan for three hundred thousand at two point two five they're trying to sell their house for 400 so essentially what you would do is that you would cut a check for 100 grand and Mm -hmm. then assume the loan granted that's a little bit higher number a lot of these assumable loans um they don't have a lot of equity in the home so Mm -hmm. you're probably like the one i saw for 2.25 they were trying to i think it was like four. they were trying to get 440 for it and the original loan was at 400,000 mm. but it wasn't even probably worth that much so you would cut. so in that scenario you'd cut like a 20 you your down payment quote unquote would be the 20 to 40 grand and then you yeah. would take you would assume their loan the loan would go in your name but you get the interest rate uh you don't it doesn't uh, what's that called you don't get a re amortization yep. you say that
0: amortization
1: yes so it's like you take over at year 26
0: yeah interesting mm-hmm so is this for you may have said this already is this for a conventional FH, VA FHA government-based so VA okay. so not F- conventionalness usually? yeah yeah okay nine times out of ten okay interesting
1: mm-hmm
0: because it I feel like and this is where I feel like, like you said, this does seem to be almost like the wholesaler client market where you've got people who call and they're like, would you like to sell your house? And I feel like the crude way to maybe describe wholesaling is if a wholesaler were to call me and say, hey, would you sell your house for 325 I say yes. We have a contract that's written up and they have no intention of buying my house for 325 They're gonna go find a third party. So if so, if it's like Joe, he's like, hey, I'll buy your house for three twenty-five, and then he goes to the market and says, hey, I've got this house that um, is actually probably worth in the four hundred thousand. So I'll sell it to someone for a deal at three seventy-five. You say, hey, I'll buy it at three seventy-five, and basically, there's this workaround where the wholesaler gets to pocket fifty grand and. You essentially almost buy the house directly from me. Mm-hmm. So I struggle with wholesaling, just because being on the real estate side and what we do is to say, "Hey, how do we how do we help people?" Realtors don't do wholesaling, and the reason why some of them do, but it kind of gets into a gray area. They're not real realtors. They just have their real estate license. Right. And usually um, it becomes a gray area in terms of how you set things up because you need to make sure it's very clear that they are not your client that you're working with because as realtors, we need to be looking out for the – we need to be doing our fiduciary duty to our client. Mm -hmm. So that's where it's in some ways the same thing with the loan assumption that – Hey, there are going to be some cases where it makes sense. There's going to be some cases for people where, hey, wholesaling will make sense. majority of people, know. That's yeah. why... But assume the assumable loans, there's no risk. Mm-hmm. You know, if you
1: have enough to cut the check and quote your quote-unquote down payment, then you're just taking over the loan, but it's the same... Actually, taking over an assumable loan, you probably need about a 45-day close. It takes a little bit longer. Yeah. But you still but, have to get qualified, but it's more... Uh, like it's more of a natural home buying process than versus mm-hmm. like doing a wholesale or which doing something, which, which I call like creative financing.
0: Yes. It's a lot more. Yes. Which I, I still just look at it as in terms of people where if they're looking at it going, Hey, I'm going to have to let my house go. I think it's always still worth co- the conversation to say, Hey, let's talk to a realtor. Like let's talk to Mason to see, what are what do the numbers actually look like? What are the mm-hmm. options? Because we do have things with these eye buyers where it might be hey, um, in some cases it's going to work out, some cases it's not. Yeah. Because like you said, for the people where they, what was the example? Four forty and four hundred were mm-hmm. the two prices. Yeah. On those right there, you're going to be struggling with the title fees, probably along with realtor fees, things of that nature. So yes. In some cases, that absolutely works. It's going to help people out of a pinch, and it's definitely going to be good. In some cases, it's like, hey, talk you to talking someone about like the listing agent, like listing your home. Yeah, yeah. Where if you've got like uh, on that, if it's a six percent listing, you're looking at twenty four thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So, the four forty to four hundred. Now you're looking at okay, there's sixteen to play with. So, uh, and out of that has to come payments for title which is going to be a couple thousand dollars not a ton but at the end of the day it's that number starts dwindling down and there's not a lot of room for negotiation oh
1: yeah people who are selling like that is for a specific reason yeah i don't have that much equity right but yeah but i mean like even i've got a list of my buyers too where i'm set i tell them i'm like hey i'm gonna send you homes and i usually always up their their qualified purchase price for mm-hmm. right now for the specific reasons because hey like all no matter the the price. I mean obviously they're qualified for four hundred. I'm not sending them six hundred thousand right, yeah. dollar But I'm like, hey just do the ones you like because I'm gonna I can go in through the back end and find out what kind of loan they have on it. Mm-hmm. I can call the I can you know, either call the lender, talk to a listing agent about see how many days it's been on the market, market, but see if it's because it's an assumable loan is a it's a selling feature, and a lot of agents don't utilize that because they don't know too much about it. So if I take a listing that has an FHA loan on it, like you can, you not saying that you're gonna, you have to do it that way, but mm-hmm. it's a selling point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, especially for somebody who's pre-qualified for 400 at 6.8 percent. They find a house they like for 450, but they it's an assumable one. Saying you know all the numbers line up properly at 2.5, 2.25, they're probably gonna have a lower house payment Mm -hmm. and get a better house than they want. Yeah. So there's a lot. So even with the low inventory, there's more options for the buyers to get what they want. Mm -hmm. Because it's I mean like you know, a four hundred thousand dollar house with twenty percent down, you're still looking at like twenty one hundred a month. You know. So, the interest boring. rate sucks. Yep. So it's out there. If you're looking to buy, if you need to buy, don't hesitate and don't wait for the for your house that you like at 420 to be selling for 470 in six months. <laughs> Not saying it will happen, but yeah, Median avoid purchase, medium. Avoid it. Medium purchase price went up fourteen thousand
0: dollars last month. Fourteen. It's not going down anymore right now. So unless we start seeing it take another dive, it started to trend upward.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, Who knows in this economic climate? Yeah. We just follow what we see and go from there. Mm -hmm. All right. Should we wrap it up? Yep. Where can they find you? Did you hear that? That was
1: through my chest. (laughs) Um, You can find me on Instagram. I think it's at Mason Oxendale. I post cool stuff.
0: You should check it out. <laughs> I took a break from posting because we had wedding stuff and then just downtime with the wife, but I'm going to try and get that back in gear. Oh, is that because you were having lots of sex? Uh, yeah, I was. Okay. We are having a good time together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow what we're doing on social at Saito underscore building. Uh, if you want to... Uh, reach out directly through text message or phone call 602-471-8182 or even better
1: number because i also have his number is (laughs) 623-824-1770
0: is that yours yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) um send all your real estate uh questions to that number um and if you guys do start coming in in droves uh at least for me, I try and respond to my stuff probably by the evening because I try and batch. I'm starting to batch things together just because I'm like, all right, I can't stop partway through the day. I, I had two or three people texting me today, and I'm like, I can't be. I can't be just just stopping.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. you just put an automatic thing, uh, your uh, notification, do not disturb? until and you can take certain contacts off of it yeah and then you can have it send automatic thing be like hey uh uh i got your i got your message um i'll be i'll respond to you between these hours yeah, yeah exactly i might do that by the end i'll respond to you 100 percent by the end some shit like yeah that. but yeah that'll help yeah
0: all right we appreciate you guys for listening um really happy to have the guest on uh I guess it was a week and a half ago now, but... Got do, that. Just,
1: do me a favor, too, that if you actually, A, listen to the entire podcast, especially all the way to the end, will you just comment with, like, a poop emoji so we can find yeah. out if
0: anybody listens to the end? And if you do, uh, we'll get in contact with you and we'll send you some kind of merch. We'll sign a shirt and send it to you because we're that big of a deal. We want to give them value, not devalue. You signed the shirt, now he's got to throw the shirt away why just joking if they listen to an hour podcast of ours that means they're being nice to us and they probably like us or hate us and they're hate listening and then we'll send you a signed shirt that you can burn (laughs) there you go yeah so poop emoji we'll reach out we'll get this taken care of like subscribe tell your friends because and a shirtless picture of Thaddeus. we could do that so until next time I hope your hammer stays accurate your Wi-Fi fast. And you work blessed. See you, everybody. Blah, blah.